When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Good morning, Scott. <laughs> it's afternoon, Ingrid. It is afternoon. It's definitely afternoon. I'm still somehow waking up, but it's okay. <laughs> it's morning for you, yes. It, do- it somehow does feel like morning still. It's too it p- does? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you have a late night last night? Uh, No, not really. I, well, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why it still feels like morning i I guess i didn't finish what time did you wake up nine okay so you've been awake for several hours today already well i got up and i made actually this is i wanted to tell you about this okay i know you and gabrielle are into all the health stuff um well i don't think i talked about it on the podcast yet but i've been having some health issues related Mm -hmm. i mean i told you about yeah 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 um related to my thyroid Mm mm-hmm so I don't really want to take medication. Mm-hmm. They diagnosed me with hyperthyroidism. So I'm giving myself to the end of the year to fix it naturally. Mm-hmm. So I've got all these herbs and tinctures and like all the stuff came in this weekend. So nice. I'm feeling much better because I was feeling very anxious, which also... You're feeling better though. You're feeling better because you were anxious that you found out about this. Yeah, but also and, uh, one of the side effects of it is anxiety. That's what I was going to say. So <laughs> did you cure yourself already? Is that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I did get um, this cup right here is filled with like this golden milk. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if it's exactly what golden milk technically is, but they told me, I don't know who they is, the internet. Yeah. And a, a friend of mine who has it gave me some recommendations for how she cured hers. Mm-hmm. Because the doctor basically said, oh, you can't fix it. There's nothing you can do. But a friend of Crystal's, she linked me up with her and she was like, I fixed it in three months. I changed my diet. I take all these herbs, yeah. all this stuff. So amazing. we'll see what happens. But I figure by the end of the year, but I got like coriander and what is in here? Fresh ginger, black pepper, turmeric, coconut milk, and made this concoction. So that's going to be a new part of my routine so i feel i actually just i think feel better because i feel a little more in control like hopefully all the things that i'm doing are going to be helping it uh get better yes absolutely good but i know you and gabrielle are into all the totally all the stuff so i wonder if she has any like special tinctures or herbs over there i'll ask her she she knows everything (laughs) i I really do (laughs) she's like a yeah some sort of magical Mm. witch Mm mm-hmm yeah. She's yeah. very healing. Yes, indeed. Cool. Oh yeah, I'll ask her. I'll see if she has any suggestions. And if for any you. if anyone has any fun suggestions for me out there, any yeah. listeners. I'm sure like there get... might be some listeners out there that know Dude, exactly what you're going through. Yeah, and I get I got have s- the answers. I got so many great recommendations for like physical therapy stuff and like people mm-hmm. that are in the field. So yeah, if you have any anything I should add to my routine, let yes. me know and I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the things. Yes. Help Ingrid's thyroid. I want it to shrink. Yes. Be Help well. Ingrid's si- thyroid shrink. Well, also I feel better because tomorrow I g- I'm getting a new uh, general doctor because I told my doctor months ago, I think I have a thyroid issue. A doctor years ago said I'm right on the border to mm-hmm. keep an eye on it. And she tested my levels and said, no, you're fine. And I'm, I mean, the main thing is I'm fucking starving. Everyone, you know this, all yeah. the listeners probably know this, like yeah. snacks. Yeah. I'm just, hung- I'm constantly fucking hungry. Yeah. So... I told my doctor this. I'm like, well, do I, if you're saying I don't have a thyroid issue, like I have to have a tapeworm mm-hmm. because no one is this hungry. Exactly. She's like, you look fine. And then I got my stuff tested a couple of weeks ago. Cause like, 
uh, my physical therapist said your thyroid looked inflamed and I was like, okay, well I just got it checked and they said it's fine. And they're like, oh, maybe you just have a big thyroid. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But then I got MRI for just some pain in my knee and neck. And both of the doctors that read those were like, oh, so you have a thyroid problem. And I was like, what the fuck? Do you, mean? <laughs> you kept coming up with all yeah. these other and, experts. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, you need to get it checked out. It's not normal. Like this looks bad. You need to see a specialist. And I was yeah. like, I just went to my doctor. They're like, well, your doctor doesn't know shit, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> because something is severely wrong. Yes. And yeah, I got it checked out. And they're like, yeah, you have hyperthyroidism. Mm -hmm. And I even when I look at my stuff months ago, I'm like right on the very edge. So I had all the symptoms. And you called your doctor out about it? No, I haven't. I'm oh. going to go to this other doctor tomorrow. Okay. And then after I sent her all the messages and I of all the tests that came back. But after I see my regular doc, the new, my second opinion, regular doctor, I'm mm -hmm. going to. See what she says. And I also don't know. I'm like, maybe if you're on the border, most doctors wouldn't check because she checked the one level. I'm like, well, why didn't she check all of them? I don't know. Who knows? So, I'm, I mean, either way, I'm going to just move on. But I do want to know why she said I didn't have a problem. Mm -hmm. And then I went to an acupuncture person this week and they just looked at me. And they were like, what's up with your thyroid? Yes. And, I, and then I got really scared. I was like, fuck, she can like see it. I don't need. And then for the first time ever, I, I was like, what do you mean? And I touched my neck. I was like, oh, my God, I can feel it. Yeah. And I was like, how long has it been there? Do I not touch my neck enough? I don't know. Yeah. I was never inspecting it. Yeah. So it is. It's like swollen right here. So anyways, I've been really going hard on planning and appointments and health and really trying to call in that balance, that yes. Libra energy, making yes. sure I'm still working and taking care of all my business stuff, but also really trying to nurture myself because mm -hmm. if I don't nurture myself, and I can't show up for fucking anything. Exactly. So I am, I got really like scared about it. I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to work or do anything. And also it's giving me, I kept thinking that I, the anxiety that I've been having is just from like my mental health not being great, which mm -hmm. I'm sure that doesn't help. It's all connected though. But right? I, yeah, I, mean, I get like heart palpitations yeah. a lot where I'm like, dude, do I have like a heart problem? I'm like, I mean, I went to the doctor. I'm like, I'm thinking I just have anxiety but it feels not great. And that's one of the symptoms of this too. I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm just not having, I mean, I'm sure I can always be working on my mental health more, but I think that maybe that's just exacerbating everything. Yeah. I mean, it's like the anxiety is being caused by the thyroid, but then there's also something mentally that is causing the thyroid. And it's like, it's like, yeah. it's all connected. I mean, one, it just, it, one exacerbates the other and the other. And so, yeah. well, the doctor, always, I said, well, what caused it? And they just say, well, I don't know. It could be stress. It could be diet. It could be that. I'm like, so they're just going to give you a pill and that's the magic ticket. That doesn't even make sense. So I'm just still, maybe it's the stress that's causing it, but I'm not managing my stress or gluten or dairy which could also be one of those things. There's like some autoimmune disorders that are mm -hmm. very tied to hyperthyroidism. And I could have one of those. So I'm like, you didn't even tell me like, hey, maybe you should cut out gluten and dairy for the time being and manage your stress levels and see what happens. Mm. That wasn't even a recommendation. He was just like, oh, I don't. He literally no. just said, I don't know anything They're about pill that pushers. stuff. I'm like, well, I'm just going <laughs> to take the pill, but I'm not actually fixing the issue. So I'm like still doing something bad to my body. But this pill with the side effects are like, you might have a w low white blood cell count. So be really careful about trimming your cuticles and flossing. Cause if you get a little cut and you get a germ in you, oh you can God. get really sick. I'm like, what the fuck? Why I don't want that. Take that. Yeah. No. And then the other one was you could have severe liver damage. I'm like, okay, well if this is like, if it's a dire thing for like a month, I need to take something. I'm not opposed to Western medicine, but mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not even fixing, you're not even telling me to try to fix the problem. Right, exactly. You're not even trying to find out why it's why happening. Why it's happening in the first place. Yeah, and it's super common in women. I'm like, okay, there's obviously something happening here. Why is this happening? It's not just, everyone just gets it. Everyone just, you don't just all get eye infections or something weird. It's like, you put a germ in your eye. That's how you got it. Like, there's something happened to me or something's happening, so. Yeah. And then I did want to ask what, I know each body part is ruled by a certain part of the planet, so I mm -hmm. thought maybe it's in like, it's in like the throat area. I, I that's I mean, Taurus, so and that's, that your moon's in the second house, so maybe it's something about financial your stability. Yeah, maybe it's fin financial stability, but also it's about being heard and harnessing your voice. But I mean, but you know how hard it's been for you to to do this to like speak and get used to hearing yourself and then seeing yourself now. I mean, and, uh, 
but that's like a long time ago. And I feel like this kind of happened recently. Like I feel like that was but a you said that thing. your doctor said that, that your thyroid was on the border. Mm-hmm. This was a while ago. Well, I, so I think this been, I've been on the border or who knows what's really normal, but I think I've had it for a long time. And now all of a sudden I've like tipped over the edge in the mm-hmm. last three months. Mm-hmm. Cause whatever levels are, are over the limit now. Yeah. So I don't know what is happening, but we'll get to the bottom of it. <sighs> Planets and stars tell me what is happening. Yes. I mean, it could be something to do with the emotions. Maybe it tipped over because your moon is in Cancer and the planet's in Libra, squaring your moon in Cancer. This Libra season can be maybe a little difficult for you mm-hmm. because of your moon in Cancer. Also, your Mars in Capricorn. So, Libra season challenging. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a a really hard month to try to, so like September, I feel like, you know, all of this Virgo energy, I was really getting organized and trying to make a planner and scheduling. And then Libra season, it's just been like really heavy with having to really be good about having the balance. And it's been challenging for me. And on top of that, the retrograde in Libra, you know, the retrograde ended at the same degree as your moon. So that's Mercury retrograde squaring your moon. That's lucky, super lucky, challenging. Lucky me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's not where the retrograde ended. That's where it began. Okay. It began squaring your moon. So we go back to... But yeah, no, the, the retrograde started. So when it started around September 9th is when it was squaring your moon. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, do yes. You, do you have any? Do you have any announcements? I do. I I want to um, give a shout out. A couple weeks ago, I talked about uh, the artist who said she would paint a portrait of our dog Maggie, yeah. and so we finally got the portrait. Here it is. Oh, no, I'm gonna cry. I know. It's, it's so, so sweet. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, I love it. Yes. This is such beautiful timing. You I know. So Scott just moved into his new place <laughs> in am I allowed to say where? Sure. I think. Uh, yeah. Scott Scott just moved into his new place in Long Beach. So now you have is this gonna go in your office? I don't know where we're putting it oh, yet. Oh it's so we good. Decided, so what was the how do we right find here. them again? So this is from uh Meredith Fuzzy Angel Portraits. And that's the name fuzzyangelportraits.com. You go there. I'll put the link in the in the show notes and comments or whatever for oh, YouTube. But yeah, heart. it was like we cried when we got this. We we're just like so it really captures the soul of our sweet angel, furry angel, Magdalena, Sugarbottom, Jones, <laughs> oh. Durso, oh. <laughs> Turkey Jones. She's got a lot of different nicknames, so yes. She loves our new house. She's very oh my happy god, there. she has a little so. yard. Well, no, actually she had a yard before. Now oh. she doesn't have a yard. She's got a, like a there's there is like a side yard type thing. Um but it's more of like a patio. It's really uh, pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's she upgrade. has a there's a front yard, but there's no like fence there. So but the neighborhood's really nice. So it's nice like walking around there. Our old neighborhood was just a little more cluttered and I don't know, sketchy kind of. But yeah, this yeah. place looks very peaceful. <laughs> this is yes, this is in a, a whole new chapter. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited, happy to be there. Uh, of course, we moved right during the end of retrograde, so that made everything extra smooth, extra fun. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> always. Did always. you almost kill Gabriella? No, <laughs> no. I I did tell her I was driving to Mexico though, and not coming back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent her a middle finger emoji and she asked me to get something else at Home Depot where I'd been for the third time during oh the day. God. And like at one point she was like, she's like, oh, the, the workers or the movers are here. They're so nice. And I'm like, yeah, how long until you piss them off too? Oh no. And, <laughs> and when they, uh, when they left the, the new house, the head guy or whatever told Gabrielle, he's like, try not to stress out so much. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, sage, sage words, you know, because it was just, 
sheer panic level. Uh, but she was going through a lot, you know. I mean, she'd been in this other house for eight years. It was an intense, like, goodbye. Yeah. It wasn't exactly smooth and peaceful, and she put so much effort and energy into this house, and it never really became what she wanted it to be, and so there's a lot of sadness there. Yeah, it was, it was uh, such a beautiful... She did such a beautiful job of curating totally. just such a, a special... Totally. Vibe. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she was sad to see it go. Even though it didn't have everything she wanted, it was a really special space. Totally. Totally. Like, she, she wanted to leave, but she was sad that we were leaving. Yeah. Very complex emotions. You know, when she got to the new place, like, her energy totally shifted. The moving guy was like, you seem much more calm here. And so... It's also just the buildup. Moving is, like, it's like the five top things that can happen in your life are, like, a birth, a death, a divorce, moving, and something else changing having, your job oh having a baby yeah maybe having a, you a said new job. birth okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's more than just moving your physical belongings it's very unset it's just the whole thing is unsettling just knowing you're going to move and that was for months beforehand being like i think we're gonna move i think yes. we're gonna move what when we're gonna stay then we're gonna move like and then just letting go of this place you've lived for years and years and years it's like upset to your daily routine like that in itself even though exciting we were just talking about this last week it's like it's exciting Mm -hmm. but actually making the change and then making the adjustment to the change it's like okay you moved but now you have to adjust to having everything in a different place exactly exploring a new neighborhood like these things are yeah these transitions are really hard totally and for someone like you who's a cancer moon and gabriella who's a cancer rising you know it's like when the home is not settled or everything the way that it's supposed to be so that you can feel peaceful it feels very disruptive Mm -hmm. and so you know she she just uprooting like that is a lot for her so yeah i think me and her really related that way (laughs) totally last night in the middle of the night i had like (laughs) bought new sheets and for some reason, I figured I like had to do everything when I got home so I could sleep. So I basically like, destroyed my room, yes, remade my bed, changed my comforter, like all of this stuff. And I was just like, this is psychotic. But I felt so much. Half of my room is insane looking. Mm-hmm. But now my bed looks like much more peaceful. I was like, yes. I, I, if I have to see these fucking yellow leopard sheets one more time, like I can't take one more pattern. Yeah. So somehow that was like. My, <laughs> that my... became top priority. <laughs> yes, of I course. know. I totally get it. Like. I'm I'm so grateful for Gabriella because like she, if if, she, if I wasn't with her, like everything in the house would still be in boxes, yeah. you know, but she's like gone through, gone through every box and she's like, okay, I'm just going to get the kitchen done, you know, and once the kitchen's done, then she's on to the next thing. So, but yeah, she, if something's out of place, then it becomes this, uh, obsessive sort of got to fix it now. But I mean, even though you don't feel that way about the things it's like you are affected by when things are in their place though you're like oh this is amazing this feels good you didn't even notice that it felt sure so horrible you wouldn't obsess over it you're like it's fine i'll I'll get to it later but when you have the space like even you just being in your new like office it's like oh i can like breathe in here this feels so good i have like Mm -hmm. a new like you can appreciate that even though maybe you wouldn't make all the steps to obsess beforehand right like you reap the benefits of her meticulous yes i do yes but like when she gets upset about something like it does affect me because i'm as a pisces moon you know it's like oh god so if you're if he's happy (sighs) then you're happy (laughs) exactly okay i'm not taking this down for any reason except for i my tea is (laughs) yeah right 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 totally all good (laughs) um shall we move into the week okay i want to thank our sponsors Larry, Deborah, Haley, Libby, Abby, Clarissa, Janine, Ricky, Amaranth, Vincent and Michelle, Catherine, Merdinus, Brenna, Stephanie, Grace, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Brooke, Joanne, and Amber. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, so much for donating to the podcast. It helps us spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. If you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to the show notes. There is a sponsor's link. You can donate $1, $5, or $10, buy some tea, buy some coffee, and show your appreciation. Or you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on any of the 
Yeah, whatever Streaming platform. platform you're listening on. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Oh, yeah. That if you also haven't, helps. If yeah. you haven't seen us before, we started a YouTube page. And also on Spotify, there's a video option. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, we are there as well. And if you don't know, in the show notes, there are time markers. If you want to skip the intro, if you don't want all the tea, all the gossip about what's happening in our lives, or you just want to go back and listen to the days of the week as you move through the week, there are time markers. If you click on Monday, it goes right to Monday. You go to Tuesday, it goes right to Tuesday. So that is very helpful when I'm having a bad week, especially I like to go back and listen. I'm like, what the fuck is happening today? Please, Scott, tell me why my day sucks. (laughs) Awesome. I'll tell you why, Ingrid. (laughs) So, Ingrid, let's get into the week. This is the week of October 17th through the 23rd. Big, 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 big theme of the week. Relationships. As we close out Libra season with the Sun and Venus together, moving from Libra to Scorpio. A lot of communication happening this week. This is hopefully, since the sun has been in Libra, you've been initiating the conversation with your partners, lovers, friends, business partners, close personal relationships, sharing with them what your expectations are, authentically sharing what your expectations are, what you're willing to give in return, and then creating the space for your partners to share with you what they expect from you and what they're willing to give in return. And so this energy gets amped up as Venus and the sun move closer and closer together. More and more relationship stuff. Yes, yes. And so Monday, October 17th, we're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales, Libra, forming a positive alignment, a trine, with Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, in the mutable air signs symbolized by the twins, Gemini. So Mars transiting through Gemini is giving us the courage to ask the questions, to engage in our curiosities. I mean, I see the Mars energy, it's like, now is the time. It's the go energy. It's the action of making time or like making an effort to make this communication happen. Making al- an effort, yeah. And also doing it in a graceful way. That Libra energy, it's like, even though it's an aggressive, you know, the aggression and conflict, war, that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. It's giving you like life force to like push forward and do these things, which if you're doing it in a balanced way, it's very peaceful. Yes. Like, so how can I gracefully and courageously embrace my curiosity. And then you said courageously before too. So what is the courageous part? Is that part of the Mars? That's Mars. Okay. Yeah. Mars is the planet of courage. Okay. Planet of action. But in order to take action, you have to have the courage to take the action. Totally. So this is about courage and communication. Gemini is communication. Mars is courage. It's giving us the courage to listen to our partners, to ask questions in order to gather the information necessary to make sure that what you're saying that you want from me is truly what you want from me. That's what we're doing here. And also maybe the courage to listen and like absorb whatever the other person is telling us. Absolutely. It all sounds like, I mean, it's a trine. So this is clearly a gift. It's not always easy to have mm-hmm. these conversations, but this is a time where we're going to be receptive. Other people are also going to be receptive to us. Yes. Yes. So very positive aspect. And hopefully it's supporting you in your close personal relationships And Tuesday, October 18th. So this is one of those things where uh, we're, you okay? Uh, oh, I just, I went to acupuncture and they put this thing on my ear, which an ear seed is what I thought they were called. Uh-huh. And they leave it on there for you, which I thought it was like a little metal ball that they tape on. Mm-hmm. And one of them I accidentally ripped out. Like my hair was caught in it. It's like taped to your ear. So I, and I couldn't put it back in. I was like, oh, I'll just put it back on. And I looked at it and it's a little swirly. looks like a little spring with a needle poking out of it. 
and then you leave it in your ear. So you're getting like long-term acupuncture and you can press on it to like get more, I don't know. Of the magic. Yeah. So yeah, I just put the headphones on it. It stabbed me in the ear hole oh, over that's here. That's very peaceful. That's very graceful, Ingrid. Dude, the late, it was like an old <laughs> Chinese woman and she's putting them on me and I wasn't expecting it to hurt. And she pin- and I was just like, oh God. And she was, she looked at me, I swear <laughs> to God, she said, have you heard of the saying, no pain, no gain? Oh my God. She's just mocking you. I was fucking <laughs> laughing so hard. I was like, this woman is like 80 years old. What oh is going God. on? Oh my God. That's started, hilarious. I was like, okay, whatever you say, whatever's going to fix me, I'm into it. Yes. Yeah. So there's just a little tiny needle stabbing me. I'm fine. Hmm. That's, yeah, you know, just a needle in your ear to make sure that it's alert, that you're listening to Scott and every word that he's saying. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, October 18th, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planetary ruler of Libra, is where the sun was yesterday at 24 degrees in Libra, forming that positive trine with Mars, the god of war, in Gemini. So this is like... Two instruments, two different instruments playing the same note. So I'm only just more recently being able to absorb all this information. So I really did see yesterday was the sun. It's the same exact alignment. Yesterday's the sun. Monday I saw the sun and then today I'm seeing Venus. So I was wondering if yesterday maybe we would also be asking the question like who am I? as a communicator in this relationship, Hmm. maybe asking ourselves and being curious, like who we want to be as communicators. Are we listening? Are we communicating gracefully? That's what I was just thinking. Cause then I saw this and I was like, Oh, this is definitely about relationships. But I thought maybe yesterday the sun would maybe be a little bit of self-reflection possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a perfectly fine interpretation. Um, The way that I, I'm looking at it is like the sun brings that light. So in one sense, yeah, we're looking at ourselves and how I communicate. But it's also with Mars. So Mars is giving me the courage to take my thoughts and put them into words and my words, putting them into action. Mm -hmm. And the sun is bringing that vitality for me to share my thoughts through communication and coordination in my close personal relationships. It's bringing energy with energy. The sun is energy. It's vitality. Mars is energy. It's action. Venus is the senses. So it's more about how we feel. Yeah. It's like, it's, Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. So maybe rather than communicating or taking action in a certain way. Oh, I have it. What? Okay. What? Maybe it's like, uh, how do I even say it? Like, like our body language, like interpreting what we're actually like seeing and feeling as opposed to like the words, like how our body is reacting, how our mind is reacting to the new, maybe this like new style of communicating in this different way. Yes, what your body is sensing. Yeah. How it's feeling. The sounds. Yeah, does this feel peaceful? Does this feel anxious? Like Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing? Yeah. Like more intuitive type of things that don't... Maybe someone's saying with their words, Oh, I don't mind... Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But you can but you hear it in the voice. But they really like, do care. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Yeah. Like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. But I also think. I wonder if this is like a day to bring flowers oh. or do something like that. Yeah, non nonverbal communication. Yes. Okay, I love that. Yes, doing something to communicate how you're feeling. Yes, it's action with the senses. Love this. Yes, Mars action, Venus senses. So what act of love would you like to show uh, your partner? Yes, please. I love this. <laughs> okay, so that's October 18th. Now... Wednesday, October 19th, now we're looking at Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination in Libra, 
exposing Chiron, the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram Aries. Things are getting a little hot. Getting a little hot. We've given the flowers. And now maybe there's something behind the flowers. What I'm thinking is maybe the person is... Maybe they made an effort or you made the effort, but the other person doesn't really, you're not making the change that maybe you talked about making. You're like, oh, I'll just bring these flowers or I'll do this nice gesture Mm -hmm. to show them something. But it's like, I don't want you to do this gesture. I want you to communicate differently. Mm. Like I want to, I want to like hear it or like see it in a different way. Like maybe it wasn't what the other person exactly needed. Like maybe there's like a conflict of love languages in a way. So maybe... I got the flowers. I appreciate the flowers. But what I really want is for you to listen to me. Yeah, exactly. And so this is tapping into our fears of not being heard or our insecurities with regards to relationships and not being heard. Yeah. I mean, I, I exactly. Yeah. You, I Flowers are great, but that's not what we talked about. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I need you to like actually hear me. Yes. Yes. So... What can you communicate gracefully to your partner? Is there anything you need to ask your partner gracefully that you might be afraid to ask them? This is all about fears of communication. And so we want to open up the channel here. I mean, I really see how like the wound can be triggered by possibly this nice gesture where Mm. instead of feeling excited about the flowers, you just feel really un... un unseen or unheard you're yes. like well everyone would think oh yay he got you flowers it's like well i didn't ask i didn't that, <laughs> that's that not what i need yeah like <laughs> these are great but what the fuck does that have to do with anything exactly you feel even more sad so it's <laughs> yeah. like also being able to communicate like in a graceful way hey i appreciate this mm-hmm. like i don't want to not appreciate this but are you doing this instead of the thing that i actually do need i mean i'll take them if they're a bonus <laughs> right but i don't want it to be instead exactly exactly i want you can give me the flowers, but I also need the thing that we, I thought we agreed upon. And then also, I mean, <laughs> I'm just thinking, how are you supposed to stay graceful in that communication? Cause also there's this wound here and maybe the other person is going to feel that now that you're like, I got you flowers and you're like, well, I didn't want flowers. And then now your feelings are hurt cause they didn't <laughs> like the flowers. So it's like both people have somehow their feelings hurt cause they thought they were doing something nice, but really they weren't exactly because they weren't listening right uh yes so yes. i mean our the mercury is here so maybe just being really conscious like okay he did say he wanted me to listen he did not ask me for flowers so i could see how that would be kind of upsetting like mm-hmm. i'm trying not to take it personal i know i wanted to do something nice but i was doing something nice for me like i was doing it as like that was easy thing for me to do yeah i can get some flowers but that wasn't actually the work that we talked about mm. so trying trying not to let our wounds get like so triggered by being like aware and like yes. conscious of the, the situation yes <sighs> okay oh shit thursday looks yeah now we move to thursday october 20th and this is where the transformation occurs because in addition to having the sun in venus which we just talked about on monday tuesday now they're conjunct the same degree 26 degrees in libra squaring off with pluto the god of death lord of the underworld the planet of transformation in the cardinal earth signs symbolized by the goat capricorn before you keep going i just wanted to let everyone know if you're listening there are images that go along with this you can see them in the videos or you can go to the website theweeklytransit.com there is a blog post that goes along with the podcast. So it's really meant to be all three things, the book, the podcast, and the blog. Yes. So if you are seeing these images, they come across the screen briefly, but if you want to sit with the questions he asks and the images, those are all on the website too. So if you're overwhelmed by all of these transits, you can revisit them on the website. And then if you want to get the book, The Basics of Astrology, that's on the website. It's linked to Amazon. You can type in Scott Tajarian or The Weekly Transit or The Basics of Astrology. It's a glossary for how to translate all these images. Yes, to decode the the symbols, so to speak. So in addition to the Sun and Venus, thank you, Ingrid, squaring Pluto... 
these three planets are also aligning with the moon, the planet of emotions, in the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, Leo. So, the emotions in the sign that rules the heart, the sign of the lion, Leo. This is, we're bringing what's in our heart from an emotional level to the relationship, being graceful in our expression, but needing to transform who we are in order to really be in that position of authority. So this is saying, listen, I know you didn't really ask for the flowers and I need to be a better listener. And maybe there's a part of me that was buying the flowers because I knew that I wasn't listening and I was trying to cover up for something. This is what I need from you. And I'm going to transform. I'm going to change. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to make a habit of repeating back to you what I'm hearing from you, if if that will work. And, and hopefully you'll be able to tell me if I'm actually hearing what I think I'm hearing. So it may be a little bit clunky. It may be a little challenging. But we're being pushed to really open our hearts and make the necessary changes in order to find the balance in our close personal relationships. I mean, I have a a great example, which is you and Gabriella. Actually, Gabriella does not want you to buy her any gift. She wants (laughs) to tell you what she wants and then you're going to go buy it. She doesn't (laughs) want to be surprised with something because she's not going to like it, Yeah, which I can really relate to. I'm like, please just don't buy me anything. (laughs) I'm going to hate it. I know I'm going to hate it. So, like, I'm sure on your end, maybe when you first met, maybe you could get your feelings hurt easily being like, oh, she doesn't like it. No, it's like, I, well, I actually love that because I was like, okay, I don't. It was from the very <laughs> beginning she told you? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Because well, she's, she knows herself. I feel like most people at the beginning might not know themselves as much. Mm-hmm. And it, there might be like a, some contention around her not liking the gift and it being awkward or whatever. Yeah. But and like, I've had that in other relationships where I've bought a partner a gift and they're so angry at me for what I've gotten them. You're like, do you even know me? Exactly. Why did you buy me That's this? what they say. And <laughs> I just, and I feel horrible and then I hate them because it's like, well, I thought I was doing something nice mm-hmm. and now I'm being rejected. Fuck. It's yeah. so complicated. Just like figuring out these things and being able to, to change according to like what, change according to what the other person wants, but st- somehow still fulfill ourselves and be our true selves. Like taking our emotions out of it sometimes to figure out how to navigate these things is, is really hard. Cause mm-hmm. of course you're going to have your feelings hurt. Of course the other person's going to have their feelings hurt. How do you get through? How do you get through that? Yes. But yes. I mean, I think when people are really working on themselves, I feel like Gabriella really knows she's like, I'm not trying to be mean. This is, I know myself. This is what I want. This is what I need. And now you don't have to have that fight. I'm just going to tell you what to buy. And, yes. And I'm not going to have my feelings hurt. I'm, I'm Gabriella at this moment. <laughs> because I know I don't like anything. Like, I'm the only person who can pick out something for myself. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. No, now no one needs to get their feelings hurt. Right. Exactly. <sighs> okay. Moving through the week. Awesome and Grid. Friday, October 21st. We've got the sun in and Venus together. They're they're riding together now. They're at the same degree. They've moved on to 28 degrees in Libra. And for anyone that's like having a baby right now, this is this is like this is like a mark of beauty with the sun bringing its light, life and vitality to Venus, the goddess of love and beauty. There's really been some attractive people that have been born with this alignment. I just want to shout out a few of them. I, I don't know if Ingrid even knows who some of these people are. But I, won't, I won't know any of them. And margaret <laughs> No. Blake Lively. Yes. Okay, you know her. Let's see. Who else can I say here? Chloe Seveny. You don't know who Chloe Seveny is? Maybe if I saw her picture. Demi Moore. Okay. No, Dolly no. Parton. Okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, who else? There's been some amazing singers, Ella Fitzgerald, Etta James, Garth Brooks. Uh, and I think of like Venus is like harmony, you know, it rules mm-hmm. Libra. That's a really musical placement. 
So having Venus conjunct with the sun gives a lot of strength in terms of your senses. Like Jimi Hendrix was born with the sun conjunct Venus. Uh, John Stamos, Ingrid's childhood crush. No. You don't know who he is. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Those were Full House, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yes. was very cute. Was okay, very cool. Cute. Kate Upton, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I was going to say Leo from the very beginning, and I don't know it, why. Yeah. That was the first person I thought of. Exactly. Just so charming mm-hmm. and good looking. All the women love him. You know, that's the sun conjunct Venus. So Although those... he's having a bit of a conflict right now because everyone's saying he will only date people who are 25 years old or whatever. <laughs> this is a very big deal. Exactly. You have to be under 25 to date. Leo, right? You know, I, I served him a bunch of times at uh, Raisin Stark, the you restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a big part of the LACMA Yeah, he's a big there. part of LACMA, and then he's also one of the main people that put together the Academy Museum Yeah, next door. which is right next door. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how was he? I mean, he was always really nice, uh-huh. but very private. Yeah, he's a Scorpio, so of course he's, he's going to be a little more guarded. Yeah, he looks and... like the Unabomber. Yeah, he yeah, he's always, always very incognito. There was like I, a secret name or something when he would come in. Totally. So, I mean, he knows how to navigate all that stuff. When, when I used to work in publicity, he would he would always, like, when we we do parties or whatever, he'd always be in the back door, come in the back door, and then be hiding in the corner. I actually, I have kind of a fun Leonardo DiCaprio story. Okay. Can I tell you? Yeah. So there was... I want uh, the tea. <laughs> Scott is the gossip queen over here. He really is. So when I was working in publicity, I, when my boss, his one of his clients was Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. And this was like a crazy day. Like at the end of the day, he's like, oh, Cameron has to go to this this event at Staples. Like the Rolling Stones are playing this like charity event for the NRDC, which is like the uh, it's like an environmental group that she was a big part of mm-hmm. and so is Leonardo DiCaprio. And so my boss was like, I don't want to go just walk her down the red carpet, you know, make sure like she doesn't want to do any interviews and that sort of stuff. And I was like, okay. So I go to Staples, I walk her down the carpet. And then when we get to the end, her assistant's like, do you want to come in with us? And I was like, well, I don't have a ticket. She's like, you're with Cameron. And so I'm like, okay. So next thing I know, I'm in Staples, which is like the big arena where the Lakers play. Now it's called Crypto.com or whatever, but uh, arena. Really? It's the big arena downtown. And so in a private suite, well, yeah, we're in a private suite. We're looking at the stage where the Rolling Stones are going to play a free concert. And somebody comes up to me who works at Staples and is like, uh, Mick Jagger would like uh, Cameron and Leo to come down to his dressing room. He wanted to say hello to them. Can you ask them for me? I was like, okay. So I asked Cameron. I was like, Mick Jagger wants to <laughs> <laughs> is inviting you to his dressing room. And then I asked Leo, and he turns around. And was like, there's no press, is there? And I was like, no, I don't think so. It's like it's Mick dressing Jagger's room. dressing room. But yeah. he was like so intense. He's like, I don't want any press. I'm like, I don't think there's going to be any press. So next thing I know, it's Cameron, Leo, me, and Cameron's <laughs> manager being escorted through Staples down to Mick Jagger's dressing room. Okay, this is just absurd. <laughs> what the hell? And Mick, uh, we walk in there and there's like a giant buffet and like a humidifier going and he's very nice. He's like, Oh, hello. How are you? And the funny thing is, is like walking to the dressing room, like Leo's like pushing Cameron. He's like, you go first. She's like, no, I don't want to go. You go first. And they were like, both like kind of like nervous to talk to him or what I'm like, what is going on here? And Cameron was very gracious. She's like, this is my friend Scott. And I was like, Oh wow. And like meeting Mick Jagger, but I just kept thinking, like, wow, I'm, like, 20 years late to this dressing room because, like, <laughs> where's all the hookers and blow, oh, you know, and that yeah. sort of stuff. It's it was really very, changed. It was very tame, and he was very nice, and it was just kind of a, like, a, a kind of an awkward conversation where he was, like, they were, like, hey, thanks for doing the show for the charity, oh. and and he's, like, of course, you know, we, you know, happy to, happy to support and all this stuff, and, and that was that, and then we went up and... 
and watch the concert. So I feel like this is also like the behind the scenes, almost like the Scorpio vibe where you're like, you really don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And what's behind the scenes is not that fucking glamorous. Exactly. They're pushing each other like, no, you go first. I don't want to meet. No, you go first. I don't want to meet him first. Exactly. He's like, thanks for picking me for your for your like charity thing. I'm so honored. And everyone's just like dorky and awkward like everyone else in the world. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true. It was, it was. It, it's such the, whole... a, the glamorous Hollywood moment is just like, it's all the same. It's the same. You have this great fantasy of how you think are, things are going to be. And of course, like you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, who's just, is just terrified of there being any cameras there because mm-hmm. he's just such a private person. And then he's nervous about meeting Mick Jagger and having a conversation with him. Like maybe any person would be. So yeah, they're human beings. So, but here we are with the sun and Venus in Libra. And then also the moon has moved on to Bristol on Friday, right? Yeah. The moon's moved on to the mutable earth signs symbolized by the Virgin Virgo forming a supportive trine with the primordial sky God, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and the unexpected Uranus in the fixed earth signs symbolized by the bull Taurus. So this is where kind of like the reality shift is occurring. You know, we've, we've gone through like that expression and now it's about bringing it into tangible reality. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are the actual changes that I'm making in my daily life that are supporting what I value? Is it being supported by my partner, my values? Am I supporting my partner's values? That's the energy that we're working with here on Friday. I mean, I see like Virgo is always the critic. It's like we're critiquing our emotions here. How is this making me feel? Am I doing the things? Are they doing the things? Mm-hmm. Am I listening well enough? Did I, did yeah. you, you know, it's like checking in. Yeah. What, and we're critiquing the material. Like what mm-hmm. has, what is now existing? Are we making those changes and how do they feel? Because yes. it is still like the senses. It's kind of combining everything that's happened in the week. And like, maybe this is just a, a day for a check-in. It is. It's like getting down to the details because as we move to Saturday, October 22nd, now we're the sun and Venus at the final degree, the 29th degree in Libra. So this is kind of the last day before we seal the bond. So you usually say when we move into a new sign, wait, is this going to correlate? Talk to me. Okay. Um, so if, usually when we move into a new sign, there's kind of like this push of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's, would it also be, usually it's like the first degree, but do you also feel it on like the last degree? Yes. Is that pressure? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Now the pressure's on to really make sure. That's why the day before on Friday, you got that Virgo energy to really check in and make sure, am I doing it right you know, am I listening? Am I am I paying attention in the way that I'm supposed to be, the way that, that feels good to you and vice versa? Because on this final day, not only do we have the sun and Venus at the final degree, but we also have Mercury in Libra forming a supportive trine with Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of responsibility, Hard work, achievement, and authority in the fixed air signs symbolized by the water bear, Aquarius. This is like putting the words into reality. Like now maybe we're stepping into the community as a couple. And as we are moving into the community or the group context as a duo, like we want to make sure that we're showing up for each other in the ways that we have agreed to prior to today. So that when we're talking to people in the group, we sound like we're on the same page. Yeah, I was just going to say that, the same page. Like, yeah, you want to, especially when there's like a group of people, if you don't look like you're together or you're not on the same page, it's really uncomfortable. Yes. So working out all these details where everything is now peaceful and graceful, then when other people see you as the couple, you're, they're going to be like, oh yeah, they get along great. They're like a good match. Like mm-hmm. that makes everyone feel comfortable. Like. The worst thing is when you know that there's like somebody who's not getting along, whether that's like 
friends or romantically. It's like everyone else can feel that energy when yes. there's something weird going on. Yes, and you don't want to be in that place, no. <laughs> right? You, no one you does. Want, you want people saying, wow, they're, they're such a great couple. They're so on the same page. Like, I love spending time with the two of them. Yeah. Not like, oh, that was weird. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are they together? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Ah, so here we are Sunday, October 23rd, the sun and Venus together move into Scorpio, the Ooh. deepest, darkest, most passionate sign, the fixed water sign symbolized by the scorpion. This is where the bond is, is forged. And so everything that we've been working on since the sun moved into Libra is about where we are now. There's still Mercury trailing behind in Libra, making sure that there's some grace through the, in the communication through this bonding, but now is really the time where the people that you're in relationship with, we're on the same page now. We're, it's not, I'm doing this because you're doing that for me. I'm not doing this for you because you're doing that for me. I'm doing this for you because this is good for you. And what's good for you is good for us. So that's why you're at Home Depot for the third time <laughs> making sure Gabrielle is happy. <laughs> exactly. And driving back and forth from uh, Echo Park to Long Beach <laughs> four times. Four times. Yeah, that's so that Gabriella Scorpio wouldn't bond. have to. Yeah. You know, like we could have had two cars mm -hmm. taking this stuff, but I was like, no, you don't need to go back there. I will do it. Well, so it's going to so, make you happier in the long run. You're like, I don't mind driving as much and Gabrielle's going to have a fit. So like I'll do the driving and then I get a happy Gabriella. So totally. like it's a win-win. Yes. Yes. So I guess a great question for this is, can you find the joy in how you are sharing your life with your partners? I mean, I, I love being in partnership. So something like that where maybe it's something I don't love doing, but I know it's something that eases somebody else's mm -hmm. life. It makes me happy to do it. It makes mm -hmm. it like, yeah, maybe I don't love driving, but I'm like, you know, it makes me feel good to like take care of something for this other person. That makes me happy to be able to like fulfill a need. And that's a deeper type of joy when doing something for someone else truly brings you personal satisfaction and that's the intent. Like when we think of Scorpio, it's like, oh, it's dark, it's deep, it's mysterious, it's intense, it's manipulative, it's paranoia. I mean, it can it be. It can be those things. But maybe you're not doing it to, some people could do it to manipulate, but other people can do it to build a stronger relationship. In its lighter expression, there's joy in doing something for someone else that's solely for someone else that you have love for dude. dude i helped my friend move on the hottest day mm, of the year yes do you think i wanted to fucking do that yes but i wasn't gonna i feel it made me feel good i would have felt bad if i didn't help her she needed help i could fulfill that role i think i'm good at moving mm -hmm. i'm like i yeah there's no other reason except for something like this where it's like oh it makes me feel good to help somebody that i care about yes and that's somebody that you've been very vulnerable with mm -hmm. you shared secrets of your life with and that's what Scorpio is about it's about secrets it's about sex it's about sharing money the people that you're completely vulnerable with and so that's where we're we're spending our attention moving forward now with Venus from today October 23rd until November 15th by the time we get to November 15th and then November 22nd, when the sun moves into Sagittarius, Venus moves into Sagittarius November 15th. But by November 22nd is when the sun moves into Sagittarius. That's the period where now we're so bonded that you go off and do whatever it is you want to do. I feel connected to you. No matter what. I feel safe to, with you. I our vulner vulnerability is safe. You can go do whatever you want. I trust you. I love you. Have fun. Be free. Because that's what the Sagittarius energy is about. It's about being free. But if something is off here, 
this is when it's compromised. People break free. Mm-hmm. They break free from their relationships if they feel like the energy that's being exchanged between you and the ones that you're bonded with is not equitable. It doesn't feel good. You feel drained by your partner. How many times have you heard people say that? I feel drained by my partner. Yeah. That's not a good energetic exchange. No. If you feel lifted by your partner. And that's, and that's with anything, not even just like a romantic relationship. Business partners, exactly. friendships, like anyone can be. Anyone just, you share any sort of intimacy with. Yeah. Yes. We were talking a couple of weeks ago about like how friendships are like marriages. Mm-hmm. And they are anyone that we are deeply tied to maybe it's even at work like anywhere you go there is an intimacy level when you're sharing a certain amount of time and money and just you have a lot of bonds that are not just romantic in in nature so you know taking a look at all all of these type of things who who is draining you what is not balanced yes yes exactly and and for those that were born with key astrological points or planets in leo or Aquarius, this could be a challenging period because those two signs square Scorpio. And so relationship challenges could come up for people born with key astrological points in Leo or Aquarius. So whatever's coming up that's uncomfortable, maybe you feel like you're being drained in some area, you're weighed down and it's unfair, this is the opportunity to transform either the relationship or transform out of the relationship. It's like we always talk about the Pluto energy. It's a death and rebirth. Pluto rules Scorpio. Scorpio is a death and rebirth. Hopefully the death and rebirth, it's going to be positive because it's going to be in alignment with your energy and what feels good to you. And so it feels good to give because you're being fueled back. The last time Venus was in Scorpio was September 10th to October 7th, 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. October 23rd to November 22nd every year is when the sun is in Scorpio. So that should give you some clues on what's happening Moving forward. Do we have any questions? I don't know. I I don't know why I'm asking myself this. (laughs) Do we have any questions, Ingrid? (laughs) I don't know. Let's see. (laughs) Somebody asked something that I know we get a lot of questions about, and it was, um, it's Karma West. She wants to know, can you over, can you go over what it means to have retrograde, can you go over what it means to have retrograde planets in your birth chart? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? (laughs) Scott's favorite question. it's all bad. Everything is bad. No, there is no good or bad. It's all how you're working with the energy. And direct planets versus retrograde planets, I think of it as like a tree. The direct planets are the branches. We can see those. The retrograde planets are the roots. We can't see those. You feel those within yourself, but it's not easily seen for those around you. So if you have several retrograde planets, like say um, Mercury was retrograde when you were born, maybe your, your thought process, your mental process, it's more of an internal dialogue than you being able to actually articulate what it is you're saying or people understanding what you're thinking. Yeah. So, yes. That's just one example. You know, Venus, another one, retrograde. Your expression in relationships is maybe harder for people to see. I think there was another one from last week that was good. Yeah. Oh, I don't have another question for this week, but I don't know this person. And they said they'd love to work with me. Serafina A.W. She said, I'd love to work with you, Ingrid. I'm creative and love to support others in making their dreams come true, which sounds like something I would say, but okay. I, don't, I don't know who you are. So <laughs> maybe you can write me a message on Instagram at Ingaru, I-N-G-A-R-O-O, and I would love to link up with you, Serafina. We sound like we might have some stuff in common. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. If you want to work, you know, well, what, what, is, your, what is your work, <laughs> right? Uh, lots of things. <laughs> well, yours is, yes. But like oh, yeah, for yeah. her, you know, it's like show you what she does. What is her creativity? 
Well, sounds like a very productive week. Yes, I hope so. I hope uh, it's a week of clarity in relationships so that you can move into the Scorpio and be bonded and, and know what the other's thinking and and a lot of uh, powerful, positive connections between you and those that you're most vulnerable with. Thank you so much, Scott. You're welcome, Ingrid. Thank you. Yeah, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.